Kitchen, and welcome to Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grains. You're listening to episode 14. This is a podcast intended to compel the army of God to love and protect the church. Folks, love is a battlefield, and sometimes we just need to pause, sharpen our sword, drink a good cup of joe, and remember that we are not fighting in this war alone. We all want to make an impact for the Lord, for our families, for our churches, and of course ourselves. Every other Friday, we talk here about one way to do that well, and today is no different. Our enemy is always on the prowl. He doesn't relax his stance or grow weary of fighting for an inch of ground. But there is one thing that really stirs him up. Want to know what it is? Listen in. Happy Christians stir him up the most. Why are we happy? We aren't supposed to be smiling and worshiping together. Don't we realize just how much evil there is in the world? Don't we know about the crime rates and the injustice in the world? Don't we know that Halloween is the day the occult offers sacrifices to their god, the devil? Yes. We know we have an enemy, and we know he can only do evil. Satan, we know you entice, steal, kill, maim, and destroy wherever and whenever possible. We also know that you have a weakness. You can't stand being around a rejoicing, happy Christian. Here, let me give you some praise ammo to use on Halloween just to keep the enemy as far away as possible. Isaiah 25.1 O Lord, Thou art my God. I will exalt Thee. I will praise Thy name, for Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Psalm 156 Let everything that hath breath Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 28, 7 The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. Psalm 71, 8 Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. Psalm 145, 3. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. And the last one, Psalm 56, 4 says, In God I will praise his word, in God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Regrettably, my ammunition cache was greatly lacking in praise during a gas catastrophe I had recently. At work, we have an official company vehicle, and as the branch manager, I am the only one who has the resources, aka company credit card, to fill it with gas. On this particular day, I woke up late, did not read my normal devotional, give my Bible reading the time it deserved, or devoted time to pray. I got to work early with the intention to fill the van with gas before my volunteer driver got there at 8 a.m. for his normal food pickup. At the gas pump, 
I put the nozzle in the gas tank, squeezed the handle, and watched to my horror as the gas splashed to the ground right in front of me. I panicked. Wait, what did I do wrong? Did I not push the nozzle in far enough? Did my gas tank have a sudden leak or a hole? Why? Why now? Why Friday? Friday's supposed to be good. The enemy was hard at work, leveraging my lack of armor and state of emotional upheaval. I called my husband at work to get immediate advice, and after showing him the gas spill on the ground all around me, he instructed me to try filling it up again, this time squeezing the pump carefully and more slowly. As expected, we both saw the gas drip onto the ground underneath the van. It smelled like gas. There was construction on the road right in front of the gas station, and at that moment they were using a jackhammer. My husband told me to stick my phone underneath the car so he could see if anything was amiss. I did, and gas began dripping on my hand. Great, now I smelled like gas too. He couldn't see anything, and I couldn't hear him. He was trying to tell me which way to hold the phone so he could see better, but I gave up. I then realized I had been on speakerphone at his work this whole time because we were both using our cameras, and I felt suddenly very embarrassed. I have this complex about other people hearing my conversations, especially in stressful situations. I could just imagine my husband's coworkers listening to my frustrated tone, sounding like a panicked blonde who can't fill a gas tank without calling her husband, and listening on the other side, cheering my husband on and exchanging these knowing smiles about a woman's lack of car mechanic knowledge. I wasn't having it. So I hung up. I did. I hung up on my husband. I was embarrassed. My pride was bruised, and I didn't like it. It turned out that since we have a locking gas cap on our gas tank, someone went underneath the van, unscrewed the metal clasp, disconnected the hoses, and siphoned a quarter tank of gas. What a morning that turned out to be. Looking back on it, I must give the culprit credit. That was a pretty creative way to siphon gas. They discovered they couldn't get gas the normal way, so they had to be a bit more strategic. This isn't the first time gas has been siphoned from our company van, but now we know another strategy they use. Our enemy is just like this. When we have one area under lock and key, it does not mean he will leave us alone. It only means he must be more deliberate and strategic about his next temptation. How sly he was with me. He persuaded me to panic, doubt God's goodness and provision for me, and convince me that I was providing my husband's co-workers with free entertainment. The enemy didn't even have to fight me. He was able to implant lies in my mind, knowing it was not protected by the helmet of salvation, and I was in no condition to repel him with truth. I lost to a gas tank. How pitiful is that? Don't answer that. Just take it from me. Don't hang up on your husband because it feels worse than having your gas siphoned. Thanks for listening to episode 14 of Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grinds. If you would like to connect beyond the podcast, I post weekly to Instagram where you can find me at author Anna McCutcheon. And you can also find me over at AnnaMcCutcheon.com. We provide a transcript for each episode, so if you know someone who either can't hear 
or prefers reading to listening, you can download the transcript at annamccutcheon.com slash podcast. Just click on episode 14 for this one. I rather like Sun Tzu's take on this strategy from his book, The Art of War. Supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.